I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. Beyonce. Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan, and today we're talking about side hustles, specifically those business ideas and passion projects that nag at the back of your brain that make you wonder, can I really do that? Could that make money? Would that be a waste of my time? The thing is, you're not going to know. Not until you give yourself permission to explore the idea and then get out there and try. So whether you just want to earn a little extra cash or pursue your dream business by starting it on the side, I want to share four steps you need to take to build a profitable side hustle. And not just any side hustle, the one that's right for you and lights you up. Before we get started, a quick reminder that if you want to get access to the full show notes for this episode with all the links we'll reference, or want to download our free list of over 200 at-home business ideas, and they're amazing, visit smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 17, just the number 17. Oh, wait, I've got one more thing. The whole episode is going to assume you want to start a side hustle where you're starting something on your own. That could be service-based, like becoming a virtual assistant or a freelance writer, product-based where you're selling t-shirts or online courses, or a blog or podcast. There are lots of other side hustle opportunities that don't require the kind of commitment that these ventures do, because they're really just signing on as a contractor or employee for another company. Getting a second job, driving for Uber, walking dogs for WAG, and so on, These are all great side hustles. They're profitable from the get-go because all you do is sign up and start doing the work. Rates are set for you and clients are assigned to you. You won't have as much control and your long-term earnings potential wouldn't be as high. Plus, you probably won't be able to do the work from home on your laptop, but it can be a faster way to make money. So if at any point in this episode you're like, eh, I want to make money, but I don't know if this is for me, know that you can still have a side hustle. It just might look a little different. All right, you ready for this? You ready to start your side hustle? Let's dive in. Your very first step to starting a profitable side hustle sounds simple, but it takes a little bit of work. You need to know what you want. Do you need to make $500 a month starting yesterday? Do you want to build a business that will ultimately let you quit your job and someday hire other employees? Do you want an outlet for your passions that hopefully brings in a few bucks, but you don't really care so much as long as it kind of pays for itself? There are a million and one ways to side hustle and a million and one reasons why someone takes on a side hustle. But what you choose to do and whether that thing will be successful is somewhat based on what you want and knowing what that is. If you need to make money ASAP, starting a blog as your primary side hustle isn't going to be for you. It takes time to build an audience, to find your voice, and either develop the trust with your audience it takes to sell a course or a product, or time to build the traffic you need to make significant money from ads and affiliate marketing. Over time, you may earn way more than you could just freelancing a few hours a week, but you'll make money faster as a freelancer. So think about what you want. How much do you want to earn and how much do you need to earn? And yes, those are two very different questions. Maybe you ultimately want to earn $4,000 a month and quit your day job, but today you need to earn $500 a month to reach your debt freedom goals. Both of those numbers should be spelled out. By the way, don't let your answer to how much do you want to earn be all the dollars. Yes, 
I love money, you love money, but there is a different point of enough for everyone. A point where another hour of work or a weekend of soccer games missed to head to a networking conference might earn you more money, but it isn't worth it to you anymore. Your lifestyle is where you want it to be. So if you have big goals for your business, actually come up with a number of what success will look like to you. Because adding a new side hustle to your schedule can quickly take over your time and your life if you let it. You'll be thinking, one more client pitch or one more blog post will get me more money or more acclaim. And you'll forget in the moment that your side hustle, it's not your only priority. Which actually brings us to the next question you want to ask yourself. How much time can I commit to a side hustle? Will you wake up in the morning before the kids to work for an hour or two? Hustle on your lunch break? Or instead of watching TV at night? How many days a week will you do this? When will you still find time for yourself? Are you willing to sacrifice for a little while to get things going? Or do you want a schedule that's steady and sustainable, even if it means you grow a little slower? Because obviously, the time you can commit to your hustle also determines what goals you should set and what work you should do. Remember Rosemary from episode four? When she started The Busy Budgeter, she only had 10 hours a week. She wanted to build a sustainable long-term business, but she had to say no to a lot of small things that were supposedly important to building that business and only focus on what she knew would have a good return because her time was limited. Now, she still grew really fast, but she grew differently than other people who started around the same time as her. Going in, knowing what you want out of your side hustle will help you make better choices about what hustle you should pursue and help you create realistic goals for that hustle. You should have your own motivations in mind so you don't get caught comparing yourselves to others, which is such a big trap, especially when you're breaking out on your own. Which actually brings us to step number two. Do not start the first business that pops into your head or comes across your Facebook or Instagram feed or everyone's talking about the massive overnight success they saw. What is working for someone else might not work for you. Yes, there are bloggers and Instagrammers and online course creators making millions of dollars, freelance writers and VAs raking in hundreds of thousands a year, Etsy shop owners who are absolutely crushing it. But there are plenty of others out there struggling or throwing in the towel after a couple of months. We see these success stories, which often fast forward, by the way, over all the work, the failures and the struggles that built up to that success. And in that moment, we want that for ourselves. We want to work 20 hours a week, travel around the world, and earn $200,000 a year, even if we're homebodies who don't like to be away from our house for more than a few days. Earning a lot of money from a side hustle you create that gives you all the freedom you desire is possible. You can do it if you really want it and if you start the side hustle that speaks to who you are and what matters to you, not just the idea you saw working for someone else. To find out what business is really right for you, I want you to ask yourself a few important questions and actually sit down and do these exercises, guys. If you're listening to this and you're folding laundry or in the car, come back to me when you have a second to actually walk through these questions and take some notes because you might think you know what you want to do, but until we do the exercise and we test your different ideas, you're not going to narrow in on what most excites you. Okay, so you ready? First, assess your skills. What are you good at? What do people come to you for advice on? What do you get the most positive feedback on at work? What tasks do other people find really hard that have always seemed kind of easy to you? Your skills don't have to be things that you like. We don't always like the things we're good at. Maybe we developed the skill because someone told us we had to or because we thought we'd like it and it turns out we don't. But whether we enjoy our skills or not, for this step of the process, it's important to know what your strengths are. 
it speaks to all our range of possibilities and options and what we might be able to pull on to build our ideal business. So make a list of all your skills and talents. And if you get stuck, ask your friends for help. Then narrow down your list to your top five or 10 skills. Really, really dive in on what you're best at. Second, reflect on your interests. What do you most enjoy? What are the activities where you truly lose track of time? What topics could you talk about nonstop? Reading a good book, talking a friend through their problems, baking with your child. That one is all me, by the way. My oldest and I spend some of our best quality time together in the kitchen making gluten-free goodies. It's, it's so fun. But even if some of these ideas don't feel like you could turn them into a business, still write them down. Mama's pet rocks were a successful, though kind of short-term, business. And there are professional cuddlers and a million other jobs that we would think would never work that are still successful. So write everything down that you can think of. And this includes things that you might not be very good at yet. Maybe it's an interest or a passion, but you've never really developed your skill set around it or you're not sure if you'd be good at it. There are places for people who are walking the journey side by side where, where you could start a hustle around a passion as you build your skill set. So write down anything that you're really interested in. Then take your big list of interests and do the same thing you did with your skills. Narrow it down to your top five or 10. Put it side by side with your skills and get ready to brainstorm. With your skills and interests close at hand, I want you to find a quiet place to write down every single side hustle idea you can think of that is related to at least one of the items on either list. Don't overthink it. Limit the exercise to 10 or 15 minutes and try to come up with at least 10 ideas. Don't censor yourself. Write down everything that comes to mind, even if it seems silly. If you're stuck, download our over 200 at-home business ideas in the show notes of this episode. It'll really spark your creativity. And when you're done, take a break before you come back to your list. Then look at that list with fresh eyes and cross off anything that doesn't speak to what you really want from your side hustle. Maybe it doesn't really interest you. Maybe it's too much for the time you're willing to commit or the hours you have right now. And hopefully at this point, you have two to four of your best ideas left. So finally, it's time to test those ideas and pick your favorites. We've all had or heard terrible business ideas. I'm not saying selling worm farms or adult-sized strollers was on your list. Not that adult-sized strollers don't look great, but honestly, who would push us around? But there are many business and side hustle ideas that are too expensive to start, don't have a natural customer base, or are crazy hard to make profitable. If it takes you 20 hours to make a baby quilt that you can only sell for $80, that's not going to be profitable. So for each of your side hustle ideas on your narrowed down list, take some time to map out what that business would look like. Who currently has a successful business in that market and what are they doing? How much are they selling their products and services for? How long did it take them to get to this point? Who would your customers be? And are they actually willing to pay for your service? And if they are willing to pay, how much are they willing to pay? And how much would it cost you to provide that service? Would those numbers let you reach your income and profitability goals? And guys, this might seem like a lot of research, but really it can just be popping around to a few businesses in your space that do similar things, not the exact same thing, but similar things. And you can see pricing listed and you can see how they market and try to figure out how would you build your business and make it work. Also, consider whether you need any specific education or training to make your side hustle successful. If you do, how much would it cost and how long would it take you to complete that training? Because we want to make sure we build that in too, right? That could be a year or multiple years of training and we might want to pick an idea that we could start sooner because there's lots of side hustle ideas that require very little education, right? And if you're feeling like you don't know where to start or you don't know who to ask, this is a place to really lean on your network and the power of the internet. 
ask questions, post in a Facebook group looking to talk to another virtual assistant about their experience, or follow someone on social who's doing something similar to what you're doing. Look around on LinkedIn to see where you have connections in the space you're trying to enter, and just shoot a quick email about, could you jump on the phone or could you go get coffee? These things feel a little bit uncomfortable, but they're going to help you design a side hustle that really, really works for you. So based on what you learned, choose the side hustle idea that you're most excited about and shows the most promise for success, the one that best aligns with your why. Because now you've got an idea that suits you and what you want, not just some idea that popped up on social media. Before we go into the final step for choosing your side hustle, I want to step back for a second. This process might seem silly. There are people out there who would tell me, Chelsea, don't ask the mamas in your audience to take all these steps. They're scared of getting started anyway, and you're just making them feel overwhelmed. Just let them jump in with both feet and figure it out. I get that. I get not wanting to put more barriers in front of you to getting started. But here's the thing. This exercise doesn't take that long. And I don't want you to waste your time or money by jumping in with both feet before you understand what's going on. This level of planning and consideration won't definitely make your business profitable, but it will help you avoid sinking money and time into something without first knowing how it can work and what your challenges might be. Listen, when I started Smart Money Mamas, the only thing I knew was that A, I was disenchanted with my job and its impact on the world, and B, I wanted to lean into my passion for personal finance. I got a URL and hosting through Bluehost, I think it was $3.95 a month, and used a free theme to build my first blog. And then... I just started writing. Yes, it worked out in the end, but I did so many things backwards. I almost quit multiple times. I wasted so much energy and so much money where if I had just taken a small amount of time, a few brainstorming and research sessions to make a plan, I would have gotten to where I wanted to go faster. So remember, these exercises aren't to discourage you. Quite the opposite. I will always be here to tell you that anything you want is possible. But knowledge is power, and I want you going in with your eyes wide open. Now, before we dive into actually starting your side hustle and tips for long-term success, I want to take a quick pause to tell you about our incredible, incredible sponsors that help make the Smart Money Mama show possible. Today's podcast is brought to you by Debt.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed by monthly payments or balances, but don't know who to turn to, Debt.com can match you with a trustworthy debt solution provider to help you create a solid debt freedom plan. You can learn more by visiting smartmoneymamas.com backslash debt or by calling their free support line at 844-462-8280. Debt.com for when life happens. So do you have your big or small, whatever floats your boat, idea? Because it's time to get started. The third step to a profitable side hustle is to put yourself out there. No matter what your money-making scheme is, no one is going to pay you money if they don't know what you're doing. If you want to be a freelancer, you've got to start sending pitch emails and letting people know what you're up to. If you're a content creator, you've got to start networking with other creators and sharing your work. And that means social media and emailing your friends and just blasting the word out there. If you're making and selling products, it's time to make your products visible and find ways to get in front of your ideal customer. This is where people get stuck. Not doing the planning we did in step two. Let's be honest, most people don't actually do that planning, so they don't get stuck there. But they get stuck in promotion. They bellyache about what to name their business, finding the perfect logo, what color scheme to use, waiting until everything is just right, until they have just enough knowledge or experience in the space to look professional or whatever they're aiming for, right? You want the perfect moment. News alert. Life doesn't work like that. 
There is no perfect moment. If you wait for that, you'll be waiting forever. And I don't know, I honestly don't know if this helps or not, but no matter what you do, you'll look back at your first deliverable for a client or your first YouTube video a year from now and cringe. I'm serious, guys, cringe. We all start bad. And even if we don't, we do learn and grow along the way. So those early reps feel bad comparatively when we try to look backwards. And the only way to get those early reps out of the way is to do them. Share your new side hustle with your friends and family. Ask them for constructive feedback or any connections they might be able to make for you. Put on a brave face and go to a local networking event. Build relationships with others in your space and find ways to collaborate and grow together. Community over competition. And if you have a service-based business, offer friends a discount to try your service in exchange for a testimonial. Now, I've got to make a note here about working for free because this holds a lot of people back. Testimonials and referrals can be a great source of growth for your new side hustle. There is a popular podcast editing course that encourages its students to edit two or three episodes for different podcasters for free in exchange for feedback and a review. But you need to do this on a very selective basis and only for a short period of time. When working with free or heavily discounted clients, make sure you lay out clearly what services or products you'll provide to avoid what we call scope creep, them continually asking for more free work. The idea of you get what you pay for is solidified in most people's minds. So in general, people take work they pay for much more seriously than work they don't. Charging something, anything, can make your client more focused on your performance instead of the product being pushed to the back of their mind because they're not paying for it. Not to mention, asking for a fair rate makes you look more legitimate and professional, regardless of your experience. Overall, though, you just have to get out there. Send pitch emails, make phone calls, or show up in person. I won't tell you not to be afraid of it because you're going to be nervous, but you still have to do it. What's the worst that could happen? No one responds? They say no? You'll survive. And you'll be that much closer to your first yes. Finally, your fourth step to creating a profitable side hustle is to make a commitment to yourself. Starting any new venture isn't easy. You'll be stepping outside your comfort zone in some areas. You'll have setbacks. Growth might not come as quickly as you'd like, or you'll get feedback from a customer that stings a little bit. It's all part of the journey. We've all been there. If you want to start something that's important to you, that speaks to your interest and skills, that is entirely yours, there's going to be ups and downs. I mentioned earlier that I almost quit Smart Money Mamas multiple times. Well, some of you may know that Smart Money Mamas was originally called Mama Fish Shaves, a name my mom's group helped me choose. And in the fall of 2018, when the blog still had that name, I felt completely stuck. I was only a few months into turning what was originally a hobby or small side hustle into a full-time business. But I'd been blogging for a little over 18 months, and guys, I was so frustrated. I had one product, the Family Emergency Binder, that was doing well, but revenue overall wasn't where I wanted it to be. I didn't feel like I had a clear purpose or direction, and I was so tired. I got stuck in that mentality that everything that needed to be said was already being said by others, and what would my voice matter in the din of other bloggers and podcasters? I went and met up with two of my blogging buddies at a conference in Nashville and actually talked about shutting the whole site down and starting a new site. My friends, thank goodness, thought I had too many positive signs and work in the existing site, and we thought through other options. Two months later, I rebranded to Smart Money Mamas, and everything started to click. You might not be starting a hustle you want to turn into a full-time business. You may only want to make a few hundred bucks to pad your budget and express a passion or outside interest. 
But regardless of your goals, you're going to hit roadblocks. And if you haven't made a promise to yourself to power through for a certain amount of time, six months, a year, two years, you might give up just a little too soon. You might tweak your plan or pivot your offer, but don't give up. Success could be right around the corner. So make that promise. Decide on a certain period of time you're going to give yourself to make your new side hustle work. Then put in the effort, even when it's hard. Whoa. All right. That was a lot. So let's recap because I really want you to have everything you need to go and sit down and plan and start your business. All right. Your four steps to starting a profitable side hustle are to one, know what you want, identify how much you want to make and how much time you're willing to commit. Two, don't start the first business that comes across your radar. This is probably the most important point. Take the time to consider your own skills and interests and actually test an idea to make sure it has the potential to be profitable. Most do, but you need to know how you'll get there and how it fits into who you are. Three, put yourself out there. Start before you're ready because you'll never feel ready. Start marketing your side hustle, sharing with friends, and letting the universe know you're ready for growth. And step four, make a commitment to yourself. Decide how long you're going to give your side hustle a try and stick to it. It won't always be easy, but if you power through, you'll either find the success you've been seeking or you'll be able to walk away towards your next idea knowing you gave it your all. Pretty exciting, right? Are you ready to get started? Oh, actually, because I can't help myself, I've got to tell you one more thing. This episode is about profitable side hustles, so I can't leave you without mentioning investments in your hustle. There are so many incredible tools, courses, and coaching programs out there to help you start awesome side hustles. Holly Porter Johnson's Earn More Writing Course, Gold City Ventures Etsy Printables Course, Gina Horky's 30 Days to VA Success Course, all of these are worth every penny. If, and then listen here, only if, you actually take action and implement them. For most side hustles, you can get started without making these investments. And if you get into the habit of just buying more and more courses and tools, you'll never be profitable. Courses and tools can save you time, but take a leaf out of Rosemary's book and think about return on investment. What could you use the most help with right now? Then choose one course or one tool and make the absolute most of that thing. And when you've gotten the full value and hopefully increased your earnings quite a bit, decide if you're ready to invest in something else. Mamas, I love side hustles. I love that they let you explore different interests, diversify your income streams, and learn. If you've got an idea and want to start a new side hustle, know that it is possible to find profitable success. You do have the skills and power to succeed. Will it be hard sometimes? Most definitely. But you're a mom. You do hard things every single day. You can do this too. Mamas, thank you so much for hanging out today and chatting about creating profitable side hustles. I hope you're feeling excited, and maybe a little nervous, about starting your own venture. You can view the full show notes of this episode with links to all the resources we mentioned, including your free copy of our over 200 at-home business ideas in the show notes at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 17, just the number 17. Thank you again for listening to the Smart Money Mama show. Tell your friends and thank you to our awesome sponsor, debt.com for helping me make this episode possible. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time. 